0: Oh yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. Today's installment of the Ambitious podcast is just like a parlay from last week's podcast, which was the top 10 crystal starter kit. So I talked all about if you only had so much money to get like 10 crystals, which ones should you get and why, how to use them. And today we're going to go even deeper. We're going to talk about how you actually should select your crystals, how you should give your crystal a job, how to use them. And I'm even going to touch upon how to grid your crystals for different reasons and different intentions. But before we get into today's podcast, Today's Aunt Bitches podcast is brought to you by Grassroots Co-op. So if you guys have followed me, you follow my social media, you know that I am a psychopath when it comes to what I put in my mouth. Get your minds out of the gutter, bitches, okay? Get your minds out of the gutter. I'm talking about meat. So if you guys know, I was a vegan for like five years, and it was during my first part of my spiritual awakening- And I totally went off meat and I got really sick. And I promised myself that if I did start eating meat again, that it would be the best quality meat that I could ever buy. And Grassroots Co-op is where it's at. So every month I sit down at the computer and I select the exact cuts of meat that I am going to be making for that entire month for all of my meals. And, you know, whatever you put into your body, whatever happens to the meat or the vegetables or whatever, it goes into you. So I am a huge stickler. All the meat, the pork, the chicken is all pasture raised, it's grass fed, it's heritage. These animals lived their best lives and that is so important to me. So if you go on over to www.grassrootscoop.com, you will get $30 off Any order of $150 or more, plus free shipping, if you just follow the code that is in the show notes. You can also go to my website, kbmfc.com, and go to Brand Affiliates, and the grassroots code is also there. I'm so looking forward to you guys enjoying this meet And it has been such a blessing to me and my family. I don't stress out about what I'm gonna cook anymore. I literally get my meat delivered and then everything else I just get delivered like my veggies and stuff. And my life has been so much more simple since I've been using Grassroots Co-op. So get on over there, get your box delivered. It's so amazing. It comes on dry ice. It's gorgeous and it's the tastiest tastiest meat you can eat, believe me. Okay, so let's get into today's podcast. So, last week as you guys know, we talked all about, you know, crystals and I talked about like my favorite top 10, you know, black tourmaline and rose quartz and danbury and amethyst, and I have been talking a little bit even more deeply on my social media. So if you head over to Instagram, you can follow me at Katie Boyd Ambitious. And like last week I and this week, I've been talking all about the different crystals, showing you guys pictures of them, and talking a little bit deeper on each crystal every day. And this podcast is just going to even deepen your understanding and knowledge of crystals. And I just love, I don't know, I was like that girl when I was, when I was a little girl, I was obsessed with like unicorns and Pegasus and crystals and, you know, fairies and like all this shit, Lisa Frank stickers. I was just that girl. Um, So it's been in my blood since I was born. And I'm going to be 40 years old in February, and I still love this shit. Like, I just love it. And a lot of people like, oh, you know, the crystals are bullshit. And I'm like, you know what? Who gives a shit? First of all, they're beautiful. They're high vibrational. And I think it's not really about the crystal. It's about the intention that you set into the crystal for protection or abundance or, you know, whatever. So, you know, don't let people get in your head about, oh, crystals are bullshit. everything is bullshit unless you give it a job, you know? So let's just start off with that first things first. So if you go to my website and you go under Ambitious Book and you scroll down to right underneath the Amazon Kindle edition where you can go right from my website to go over to Amazon to purchase your e-reader, right underneath that is this little pink box and what you do is you just click on that box, and you put in your email address, and then I will send you this entire supplement free. It's complimentary. It's awesome. It has everything in it from crystals to setting your intentions with the full moon to letting go, uh, sorry, setting your intentions with the new moon. Uh, letting go of things that don't don't serve you any longer with the full moon and it has you know my perfect day and my perfect week and just a, a lot of really cool things that um, my business manager Kim Fox and I put together for you. So, head on over to kbmc.com to get this actual supplement and I think you're going to love it. Now, obviously, it goes hand-in-hand with In the Book, so if you haven't picked up In the Book, you can. Um, You can pick pick up the hardcover right now. You can pick up the e-reader, and you can also be a part of our 12-week book club that starts January 4th, 2021, and the way that you get in on that is you get the New Year New Bitch Box. So in that New Year New Bitch Box, there's going to be some cool-ass shit, but one of the things is going to be this piece of sacred geometry. And it's going to be this beautiful little velvet bag full of all of your crystals that you can use to grid. So head on over to kbmfc.com and Ambitious Book and pick up your copy, whichever way you'd like to consume it, and also get this supplement because this is going to help you so much as deepen your practice into everything spiritual and crystals, etc. Okay. So how to select your crystals? Let's go. Let's hit this beat first. So I have hundreds of crystals and stones and have been really into them ever since. I was a child, like I said before, there was this flea market in my town where I grew up and every Sunday my Nana Pearl, who if you don't know Nana Pearl, she is really she was the the first HBIC and she was like really who inspired the whole ambitious movement. She would take me to this flea market. And there was this one booth that I would call the Crystal Lady. And the first crystal I ever bought was this like huge chuck of amethyst and it had a silver unicorn just like lying on top of it. And I slept with it by my bed every night. And I was like maybe seven years old. I didn't know what I was doing, but I intuitively was just drawn to this. And if you know anything about amethyst, which go back to the last podcast, you know, like how incredible of a protection stone this was and... Th- 38 years later, well, now 39, Jesus Christ, I'm dating myself, who knew intuitively that crystals had healing properties. I had no idea, but I felt so connected to crystals when I was a child. And when I'm around crystals, I just feel better and I believe that I hold a higher vibration. And I know that, you know, so many of you imp out there have been emailing me and Instagramming me and whatever and been like, you know, hey, oh my God, like I thought I was the only one that felt this way about crystals and you're not. There's hundreds of thousands of people all over the world that like use crystals for protection and healing and raising your vibrational frequency and all that. So the first thing is when you visit a new age or metaphysical shop, you may have absolutely no idea what you're getting yourself into. So many of the girls that I coach are like, I was at the crystal store and I like was so overwhelmed that I just left. And I'm like, girl, no, don't. I think it's about when people get like that, they're overthinking, you know? They're like way overthinking. Just go to what feels good to you, you know? Like when I'm in a crystal shop, you know, I hold the crystals in my hands and I just feel the subtle vibrational frequency and I ask questions to the stones like in my mind's eye. And that's how I um, really get to a place where I end up purchasing the crystal. We were just doing this huge yard project and I wanted. Um, some crystals incorporated into it, and we ended up going to this metaphysical shop in Marshfield, Massachusetts, and we got like a thirty pound black tourmaline, and it's in my Japanese garden. So when people come up my walkway and they come to co- they come into the front door, that stone has already um been charged to say like, don't even fucking think about going in into this house unless you're like high vibe right so when you go to a metaphysical shop, and you can also go over to kbrc.com and pick up the crystals that I have handpicked, um, they're on uh, Shop All or Swag on the Ambitious website on kbrc.com But if you, like, if you are somewhere and you're at a metaphysical or new age shop where they sell crystals, bring your crystal starter kit supplement from the website. And, you know, That is the easiest thing in my opinion. You know, it's a great start. And remember that you don't choose the crystal, the crystal chooses you. Really, this is a true story. Your best bet is to go into the shop with an open heart and an open mind. Usually the people who work there Are crystal experts. You can talk to them about what you're dealing or struggling with and they can lead you in the right direction. But once you figure out what type of crystal is right for you, then take the time to pick them up one by one and see which one speaks to you. I always say that if you feel an energy or a tingle when you're holding one, that is your crystal. Remember, just because something is gorgeous to look at doesn't mean it's going to aid in your spiritual and energetic journey. I think a lot of people choose crystals that are like, oh my God, it's so pretty. And I'm like, yeah, but is it really the right crystal for you? And I have gone into stores and been like, okay, I need to pick up this piece of celestite and I see this gorgeous piece and I pick it up and it's dead. And then I pick up like a piece that I'm like, eh, it's kind of ugly, but that's the one, you know? So the next thing to do is give your crystal its job. So every crystal wants to work, but we as the keepers of these crystals are responsible for giving them their mission. Once I bring a crystal home, I start by cleansing it. You can cleanse your crystal by placing it near a selenite wand, or you can cleanse it in the light of the full moon. And after it's cleansed, hold the crystal in your hands and place your intention into it. Say the words aloud. For example, I dedicate the black tourmaline to the protection of my energetic vibrational frequency. When I have you near my body, nothing that does not wish me light or love can penetrate my auric field. And so it is. And you should do this with each one of your crystals since each stone will have its own mission. And you can deprogram the crystals and reprogram the crystals. So you don't just use one crystal forever for the one piece of work. You can, like, say, okay, black tourmaline, like, I don't need you to do this for me anymore. I need you to do that for me, please, you know? The same thing, Um, like I was talking about before, cleansing your crystals. You can also use Palo Santo or sage or any kind of, like, uh, thing you can burn. So, like, some people do, like... um cedar or lavender or, you know, sweet grass or whatever. You don't have to just, you, like, you don't have to just um, put it out in the moon. The other thing you can do is when you make moon water, uh, take the moon water and cleanse your crystals. But just make sure that with that moon water, uh, the crystals that you're cleaning don't disintegrate. Because like, for instance, selenite is almost like salt. So if you get it wet, it will disintegrate. So make sure you study up on which crystals can be cleansed how. And a lot of people, like they put their crystals like in their uh, windowsill. And a lot of times the sun will fade the crystals color. So just make sure that you're like keeping your crystals almost like you would take care of like your your clothes or your, you know shoes or whatever. You wouldn't just like leave, you know, a jacket out like in the sun to fade or like, you know, a piece of furniture. It's the same thing with your crystals. So, how to use your crystals? So, there's many ways that people utilize the energy of their crystals, but here are my top 3 ways that you can use your crystals. So, number 1 is meditation. Meditating while placing crystals on you or holding crystals in your hand is such an easy way to utilize a crystal's power and mission. So like when I do Reiki healing and energy healing, uh multidimensional healing on my clients, I will lay them on my um, like table and I will place crystals, certain crystals over each one of their chakras. That's like really fun. I love doing that. Meditating with crystals doesn't mean, you know, just calm. It's also where the magic happens. The word ambitious actually came to me while I was deep in my meditation holding a huge chunk of celestite. I cannot tell you how many solutions to problems, deep akashic healing, and insight into the unknown have come to me while in a blissful meditative state while holding a crystal. So the next one is protection. Crystals can make you feel more connected and grounded. We live in a world filled with low vibe energy environments as well as energy vampires. So many of us have careers and jobs where we have no choice about the people we come into contact with every day. Sometimes we have to hit the grocery store or eat at a restaurant where people that are serving you actually suck big, huge donkey balls. Don't even get me started on the kitchen staff who are cooking and mixing their bad energy into the very food that is supposed to nourish and nurture your body. Putting a crystal in your pocket or wearing jewelry that utilizes the crystal along with placing an intention of protection over them before you step out will 100% help you. So I, you know, we have like this conversation on my Ambitious 28 and Ambitious 365 lifestyle protocols where, you know, all the girls have like all these crystals in their bras and they have like, you know, necklaces, earrings, bracelets, all this different stuff. Again, even if it's all bullshit, it's not bullshit because it's the intention that you're setting into it, okay? Okay, the last one that I think helps, and I do this all the time, is crystal gridding. Your home should be your safe place in your sanctuary. I know that for me, having my home feel high vibe is very important. People who visit my home always remark how amazing it feels inside and how they never want to leave. And I can honestly say one of the main reasons I think that my home feels this way is because of the many cleansing and protecting techniques that I have and that I use. Every so often, I let a rogue human visit my dwellings, and after they leave, it takes me three days to recalibrate the energy back to where it feels the same as my own energetic vibrational frequency. But gridding, which is placing crystals throughout your home in strategic areas, is wonderful to do. And if you share a home with roommates or have children who are always bringing stray dogs home, and I don't mean terriers, I mean other people's children who are not woke and maybe don't carry the same vibrational frequency as you and your family, gridding can help you maintain that energetic balance. So you can grid your whole entire home, you can grid your whole entire yard, and you can also do small grids. So if you get the new year, new bitch box you are going to get this beautiful black velvet bag filled with all the crystals that you need to do a sacred geometry geometry grid. So I have my home gridded, but I also do smaller grids. So smaller grids can have to do with protection, abundance, letting go of things that no longer serve you. Like you name it, you can grid for anything. And it's just like one extra tool in the toolbox in your spiritual toolbox it's fu- and it's fun I love to do things like this okay so in the supplement on KBMFC.com, uh you will actually get like a whole entire step-by-step process of gritting but I want to go through it with you right now just so you get a sense of like what gritting truly is okay so this is what you're gonna need now I The The grid that I use a lot has these pieces in it, but don't feel like you have to do that. You can make your own grid, but I really love to use this grid. Okay, this is what you're going to need. Four pieces of black tourmaline. They don't have to be massive. They can just be little tiny tumbled pieces of black tourmaline. Four pieces of clear quartz crystal, Eight small selenite wands, so little tiny selenite wands, and then one amethyst or a piece of rose quartz or a stone that you have a love for and a job for, like celestite or danbarite or apophyllite or any of those crystals that I talked about on last week's podcast. And then you're going to need a sage bundle or a Palo Santo stick and a bowl or a shell to catch soot and then snuff out the sage or Palo Santo. Um, And also to serve as a resting place for whatever you're using to, you know, cleanse your space, whether it's sage or cedar or lavender or sweetgrass or Palo Santo or whatever. Okay. So that's what you're going to need. And you can pick all of this is in the new year, new bitch box, which is really cool. Okay. So here's step one. First, you're going to clean and declutter your entire home from top to bottom, dust, wash, and remove all belongings that are no longer needed. If your home is cluttered and there's shit all over your kitchen counters and there's st- like papers piled up and all this crap, the energy is stagnant and it needs to be fixed before you do any of this shit. So don't even think about gritting your fucking house or doing any kind of stuff like this unless you're hu- like until your house is clean and decluttered. Okay. Then step two, get ready to smudge your entire home with sage or palo santo and then choose your mantra. When you smudge your home, make sure that your house is well ventilated and that you keep some screen doors and windows open to remove and transmute all low vibe energies. So a lot of people they smudge in palo to their house and they never open a window and they never open a door and like that is the worst thing energetically because all you're doing is just pissing off the energy and you're not letting it out. So after I'm done, um or while I'm doing it, I'll open windows, I'll open doors and I'll just like tell like whatever low vibe energy is here that does not wish me and my family light or love, you may leave, or I command you to go. When smudging, set the intentions for your ritual. So you can say something like, I choose to only have this home filled with light and love. And you just keep saying this. Like So as you walk around your home and you're smudging, you just keep saying, I choose to only have this home filled with light or love. Or you can say, only positive energies can reside here. Only positive energies can reside here. Or, please protect me from anything that does not aid in my growth or highest, greatest good. And so it is. And you just keep saying that over and over and over while you smoke your house out. And then you'll want to repeat this mantra over and over and over until you're actually done. The next step, step three, is to actually smudge. So you take your Palo Santo stick or your sage or whatever you're using and, you know, you use, like, a strong torchier. So I use, like, a big, huge lighter, the ones that, like, you light your barbecue grill with. And then you light the end on, on fire. So once the flame is caught, you'll want to snuff out the end until only smoke emits from the tip. So you light it on fire, you let it burn for a couple seconds, then you just blow it out, and then all of a sudden, you'll see, like, it will just start smoking. So I like to use an abalone shell, And that's what I use to like snuff out my flame. Um, but you could just use like any kind of bowl. It's not a big deal. You don't have to have anything specific, but it is nice to have like little ritualistic tools. And before you smudge your home, you want to smudge yourself first by drawing an outline around your entire body with the smoke, including over your head and under your feet. So I do this every morning and I do this every night. So every morning and every night. I sage myself or I palo santo myself or I use essential oils. Like this is just part of my like everyday repertoire. And then step 4, you want to smudge the entire house by wave, waving the smudge stick back and forth and up and down and walking into into every corner of your home while you're saying your mantra over and over again. And then after you've blessed and cleansed every room and yourself, snuff out the smoke, okay? And then just make sure that you like open the windows, open the doors, move the energy, and then once the smoke has cleared, then you can close the doors up and close the windows, okay? But I know a lot of girls are like, I set my fire alarm off. I'm like, yeah, well, you probably didn't have your fucking windows open, ding dong. So get your shit together, (laughs) okay? And the next thing is how to clean your crystals. So I know I touched upon it a little bit, but I want to just go full throttle with it because I think it's really, really, really important. So how to clean your crystals. Many crystals never need cleansing, okay? So the crystals that never need to be cleaned are citrine and kyanite and azestolite. Those are just some. But crystals such as selenite and clear quartz and carnelian actually clean other crystals, but will also need cleansing themselves. So like if there isn't a full moon per se, And, you know, you can't put your crystals outside to let the full moon energy clean them. Then if you have like a bunch of crystals, you want to say, okay, like there's no full moon right now. I'm out of moon water. I don't really feel like washing them in moon water, right? Like I don't, or I don't have any. So let's just put all my stones next to this big, huge chunk of selenite and that will do it. But when the full moon comes back around, you got to wash, you got to clean up the selenite too. Okay. So some people actually wash their crystals with water I don't do this. I've never done this in my life. I don't like it, but a lot of people love it. They, especially with moon water, um, it doesn't resonate with me. So remember this podcast and everything I say, whether it's like in my coaching in my protocols, in my retreats, in my speaking engagements, on this podcast, in my book, on my Facebook lives, on my Instagram stories, like it's all what resonates with me. And you might like take like 60% of what I'm saying and you love what I'm saying, but it might not resonate with you. So I always tell people, don't take it personally, just take what you love and leave the rest on the floor. So when using selenite, okay. And I use selenite a lot. So like I, obviously I use the full moon energy to clean my crystals and I use selenite wands to clean my crystals um, but when using selenite to clean your crystals, all you have to do is just place your crystals next to the selenite for like a day. And if you'd like to use the full moon, just place your crystals outside on a platter underneath the moonlight, but make sure if it's raining that your crystals are under like an overhang of your house, okay? And crystals can make such a significant difference in your energy, environment, and inner peace. So just start with one or two of them, and then add to your collection and then you'll just see, like every time you get a new crystal, like it just gets, your world just gets calmer and more positive and obviously, you know, way more ambitious. The other way you can cleanse your crystals, like I said before, is with Palo Santo or with uh, Smudge or, you know, with Sweetgrass or whatever resonates with you. I know a lot of people will say, well, you shouldn't use sage because, you know, you're appropriating culture from Native American culture. And I'm just like, listen... I, it resonates with me. Like, how do I know that I was not a Native American in my past life, <laughs> you know? I, I love it. So I'm gonna keep using it. And, you know, it, it it is what it is. Like, I'm not appropriating anyone's culture. I, it resonates with me. I love it. Same thing with Palo Santo. People will say, oh, it's appropriating South American culture, like from the Incas and the Mayans. Ah, I don't know. Maybe I was fricking some Mayan god, <laughs> like thousands of years ago. I don't know. But I think that we just like, everyone wants to have an opinion on everything. Everyone wants to say shit about everything. So I just say, fuck it. Just do what resonates with you. And then like, you know, call it a day. That's that's truly at the end of the day, how I feel. So I hope that this podcast helped you get a, just a little bit deeper with how you're using your crystals, why you're using your crystals and all that jazz. Uh, I love crystals. They've helped me so much on my spiritual journey. Um, if you ever come to my home, you'll see crystals literally everywhere all over my house. And that's just that's just how it, I roll, you know? But start small. Just get a couple of pieces. Start playing with them. Start using them. And then as you keep going, you can just always add to your collection. So I hope that this installment of the Bitches Podcast was awesome and you enjoyed it. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday.